Coming to you live from the Cross Country Mortgage Campus in Berea, Ohio, this is Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet, coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Here are your hosts, Bo Bishop and Nathan Zagura. All right, let's do it live on a Monday edition of the program. Early Bo and the Great Z. How you living, buddy? When's this going down? I don't know. Not on. See? I thought you were on. How do we know? I don't know. There's you no lights. Know. There's no way to know. And especially no because. Knowing, and the other thing about it is because as. We're potted Nick down, is I saying, think. Yeah. When Nick is saying, are you guys good? Yeah. If you're not, if you don't hear that or you're not potted up when that ask is, is asked. You have no idea. You're without clue. You're flying blind. Flying blind, brother. I'm doing well, man. I'm doing well. I'm here to announce that I'm going to give it 110% today. Yeah, really? Yeah, 110%. Well, is this your one day? You've already failed in that part. Are you one I day? haven't failed. Yeah. You failed. This Every time that I have an issue with this mic, it's your failure for designing this studio as though you had never worked in the radio business before. Do you ever just give a – what were you thinking when you designed this? Seriously. Day? Just come out and say it. Fat, Tell the people. Stupid. It's all right. There's no way to go through life. No way to go through life. Actually thriving. Are you, though? I'm doing just fine. Did Good. you, um, when Nothing you were making this studio, more. were you, did you just think, let's just make it more difficult, as difficult as possible when you had that, when you I had mean, the schematics? I mean, it's not difficult to make it difficult. Just, just no, well, actually, actually, you got got too. When he was you out. get got all the time. <laughs> he does get got. He gets got from right there. <laughs> no, when but he's he sitting was, one inch from you the You were out like two weeks ago or something, and that yeah, same thing happened. Because yeah. it's hard to know. And especially if we don't know that, like, and thank you very much. You guys pot us down during breaks, but sometimes the pot back up doesn't happen when we're testing, and so then we have no idea. Well, since when do you actually ever test? Every like, time. Didn't you hear me go? Behind the curtains. Oh. Kevin Stefanski Did you hear show, that? Thursday nights. Did you hear that? Your version of oh, testing is as the go. music is playing. Test one, two, three. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? <laughs> well, you, I, I hope so, because in 30 seconds, we're on. We're the on. Air. We're on. It's time to go. Never had a problem. Never been a problem. No, there's no. been problems. There's no. been one. There was one yeah. where you – there was one. I do remember that. I can't remember if that was Stefanski's show or this. It was in the height of COVID. and um, When my internet went out. Was it that? And, yeah. And Gibby was like, what are you – like, well, it went out <laughs> when it went out. It's not like there's like, hey, everybody, in 45 minutes from now, was, your internet's going to go out. Like, it just goes out. I don't remember if it – I feel like it was Coach's show. No, it was like re- – it was recently. It wasn't Bishop, a Coach show. What, it was what a Coach's point, show. I remember a Coach's show. His phone checked out. Talking trash Today? about his golf outing. You're leaving. You're out tomorrow. Right? I just said he's giving like, you all of it. Are you listening? I said I'm giving you 110. No, percent I got the rest I, of the I week to party and gallivant around. The he's looking at the phone. Nine o'clock. Nine a.m. Nice. Yeah. Are you kidding? I'm even staying. How I'm, many? How many? How many days? What do we? What are we there? How long are we there? Uh, Till uh, I'm, I'm on the flight back Friday, so I get to golf Friday, but flight back Friday, so I'll land around uh, midnight Friday. So a Tuesday to Friday. To Friday. Yeah, four, straight four rounds. Are you playing incredible. tomorrow? Incredible. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Absolutely. Where do we uh, – have we – we've oh, worked, yeah. worked things through. Things oh, are yeah. good. Things are good with the humans. It's everything good. is good. Very good. Yeah. I like it. I mean, it's exciting. And I'm going to give you everything I got. I Why not? I, I got you will. plenty I of time you. to recuperate. I'm even multitasking. I'm pitching. I got ideas. That today. makes me nervous. I'd rather you single task. No, I'm single tasking now. I was saying yeah. in addition like, today. If, if there tries to be like a multitask no. to what people back there want, and then no, that's at then three I o'clock. lose you a little that's bit. That's at 3 o'clock. You right, got so me. That's at 3 o'clock. You got nothing. I'm writing this Yeah, I mean, I'm staying for a meeting after to pitch my, my ideas. They'll so get first. shot down most likely. So much hate. 
you know what? Last time we were on the air, I'm out there praising you. I'm saying all these nice things about you. Yeah. We have a weekend. We come in. We have a warm embrace. New we're week. Great friends. And then as soon as we get on air, right to you. Yeah, sticking it to me. It's a great weekend. Wonderful great weekend. weekend or otherwise, a real treat. Did you guys see either uh, Kelsey on SNL or uh, yes. Chris Rock live? No, neither. Kelsey was great. I didn't see it live. What? I, the ne- by the next day, it was all up, and I'd see. Oh all man, I've script. Like someone asked, like, is he athlete funny or legitimately funny? He's definitely athlete funny. I thought he was the best athlete on SNL since Peyton Manning. I think Peyton Manning was like, that's probably my, the best. He's pretty one note though. Like he, he played basically the same character in every yeah, skit. But, but he like, just, there's some of those guys well. who can at all. Like, sure. There's other guys who've been on that. The Rock was wise. great, but now he's. I mean, he's not. But he was an athlete back then. But he was also. I don't know. He's an actor too. Like it's even sports entertainment. Right. Yeah. I mean, he's used to the the swings of of the emotions of it whereas if you're just an athlete and you're trying to do that it's a tough gig man no, he was good i thought he did good the american girl one was so awkwardly hilarious i love that i one. loved it too the, the uh and the, the um, sweet miss k was like is this funny yeah and i was like yeah. it is funny it is it's creepy yeah. creepy for but sure funny i yeah. like when he brought her over for the date it was so great that's awesome so good yeah <laughs> i didn't realize that keenan thompson dude's still on it he's got to be the longest running cast and he looks ever. the same as when he started he does it's insane. He has to. No, be. he is definitely. There's he's no question. Be like 20 some years yeah, he's been on that. Maybe show. 80. I'm not sure it's yeah. been around that long, but it's been a, he it's been is, a minute. Kelsey was great. I did find, and you know, you are a, a very, what I would call, sharp dressed man. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah. It's sard, it's, what's the word that I'm. Sartorial splendor. Sartorial splendor. That's what yeah. I was looking for. Yeah, sure. I was going to say sardonic, which you also can be, but I knew that that was not that was not the right <laughs> word. Nate, he's very he can be. Poo boy. Um, <laughs> did you see? What do you think of his suit? His oh, his monologue suit. You know what? I don't know if I saw the monologue. Okay, so it's it's, it it's a suit. Okay. That almost has kind of like a double lapel. It looks like, or almost like a double coat, and then from that hangs down. Two flaps that like cover, you know, the nether regions. All right, I'm pulling it up right now. Which I thought was it's the strangest coat I've ever okay, seen. Okay, so it's a double breasted. Okay. But then look well, at those we, little would things. We, that, would we call that taupe? It was a pink. It was maybe a pink. Maybe a mauve. Uh huh. But what's hanging down? Okay. Let me just get a good look at this. Out of the coat. Oh, it's like extra sleeves. But because out of it's got the middle. Buttons on it. But it's in the middle. You're right. It's like they they sewed two sleeves like the end of sleeves because you see the buttons on it look at that yeah why that's bad advice that's bad advice somebody gave him what like is that? I'm, it looks like a britch cloth to be quite honest from your chippewa days it looks like yeah, a britch cloth it does but it's really just two a loin sleeves. cloth for the layman yeah two sleeves with <laughs> coming buttons. out of the middle of his jacket it's an odd Over choice nether regions yeah i was like what i was I don't know. That's strange. I was fixated on it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I, I'm guessing it was done on purpose. Clearly, it wasn't an accident. Yeah, I just because like the double-breasted jackets are usually a little longer, and that one seems short. No, that that looks awful. It's not like he put it on. It was like, oh man, there's this fabric. I'm just curious, like what the thought process who's, who's was. Who's making that thing? What was the thought process? That's all. Oh, it's a big deal too. It says. Uh, Travis Kelsey's pink suit sees SNL fans debate if it's fashion forward or a fumble. Eh, I love him, but probably fumble. Just a, like just a weird choice. Just odd. I've never seen anything like that. 
Well, speaking of, we're headed into a weird period of fashion. Did you see the the new jeans that are coming out? I did not. <laughs> so, and maybe this is just for the ones they give to models, but imagine your your jeans. Okay. And then imagine that panel where the zipper is. Okay. Okay, that's there. Okay. Your waistband is there. Okay. But then everything else before your legs is not there. So, zipper, waistband, yeah, but then not where the but, pockets but are pockets gone. Clean. The whole middle they are gone, butt cheeks gone. Oh no, really? <laughs> That's not gonna go well. No. No. It's outrageous. Who's pushing that? Some high fashion. It was a oh, fashion. Stop way. it. Stop All it. All the pants. They made they, there were sweats that were like that. So it almost looks like you're wearing like a jock strap. Yeah. With legs. Probably the worst that in, is, invention ever was the jock strap. The fact that they decided to do what they did on the back side of that without just making a normal why don't you just make it normal why would you have to do that you remember the first time like in sixth grade they're like my dad's like oh yeah you got to have this you got to wear this come again for what yeah are you sure this? like yeah. why would we do it this way this doesn't make any sense in the world but that's the worst is wearing a cup as a kid when you had to wear a cup oh, those are brutal they were brutal and then you had to get the banana cup so that you could protect the straight up bounce yeah Brutal. Awful. Absolutely brutal. I had uh, the boys have to wear those for lacrosse. It's yeah. awful. Baseball? Yeah. Bad deal. I don't like awful. it. Yeah. I don't like it. Right. Um, so I think, anyway, that suit, it was an eye catcher. It, it was. was. Because it was so strange. But he was great. I, I give him an A+. He plus did a great plus. job. His brother was great. Yeah. Fresh off of Elmo's with us. Or Harry yeah. Hizzy's with us. I was thinking, what, yeah. a, what a time for them. Yeah. You know? Play each other in the Super Bowl. Share a, a room at, at Elmo's or at Harry Hizzy's with... You, me, and Gibbe, and then Saturday Night Live on a Saturday. Jason Kelsey go, man, I checked every box. You know what's curious is that we were there on a Tuesday. So yep. it is possible that he went from that meal, did Jason, directly to, to New York and shot that on Wednesday a la Gibbe. Now, I think that's in play. There were things that were in the news that happened after Wednesday. Post. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's true. I had one of those uh, this morning, actually where um, vehemently arguing that Paul Hogan and Hulk Hogan were actual brothers. What? Who was trying to make that claim? Uh, listen, one's from Australia, one's from Tampa. And the fact, and, right. and, and let's start there. And then also, like, maybe not real name Hogan. Terry Bollet is his real name. <laughs> right. Right. So those, that happens, though. Like, you hear something over and over enough. That you almost believe it to be true. So that that was that. That's it. So that's how we, that's Wednesday night taped. Give I heard it so many times. I'm confused by the whole Hogan thing. Though. No, I mean it was uh, that, it was that part very much stupefies me because if you very see much the one, Wednesday night tape, you can see that it's called Saturday Night Live. <laughs> it's taped in front. Of, it's live, but now the I Hogan one is the Hogan one. Make it to uh, Saturday night after the. Uh, after, after Wednesday the, night, after right when they—that's where they first run it through. <laughs> on a Wednesday, I believe there's a skit or two that didn't make it. Sad, sad. Did you watch Chris Rock? I did not, but you saw. But I know that it was live. I haven't seen—I've seen nothing. You didn't that. see the end? No. So it's been almost a year since the slap, the Will Smith slap, right? So he hadn't said anything about it. You get through. It's the—it's however long the comedy. So you did watch is. this, or you just watched this? No, no, moment. I just watched this moment. Got it, got it. Um, so apparently he he doesn't say anything about it until the end. Okay. And then napalm. Well, he should. I yeah. Think it's justified. It's 
Yeah. Quite aggressive. Quite aggressive. Good. To sit and wait on something a year, almost a year exactly. Think of how well you could perfect the material. Yeah. I don't know that he landed it. I mean, it wasn't as clean as I thought because it was live as opposed to tape. So there's a couple of little bumps here and there that normally would get evened out, but it was pretty solid takedown. Pretty solid takedown. Um, Derek Carr did what we would do. Yeah, we've been saying it. Yeah, Go to the NFC South and be a king. That's it. Big Look, fish in a little pond. There was no – this was the – if you, just from the big picture NFL perspective, he took a team that – wasn't a playoff team and by him going there now will be the favorite to win the division favorite they will be good defense best defense of his career that he will ever have played with by a wide margin absolutely um they are now in an nfc that it feels like they could be like a nfc semi-finalist maybe finalist i feel like they're so right philly yep and then it's like who else do you believe in niners well niners for sure dallas eh. vikings eh. Like Green Bay, yeah, yeah, Detroit. Oh man! Meantime, he goes to the NFC, AFC West. AFC. If he had gone to the AFC East and gone to the Jets, nothing changes. Nothing. The balance of power is the balance of power. The Jets are better off, but there's no path. No. Now he's now he is, I think, a lock to play in the playoffs. Here, here are his financial numbers just in from rap sheet. Oh, hold on. Can I guess it? You may. I have not seen it. Okay. I don't think he's going to get into the. F- I don't think he's going to get 40s like Daniel Jones wanted. I'm going to say average per year, 38 million. Uh, less. Less. 60 over the first two years, 10 million guaranteed thereafter. Uh, yeah, it's a four year deal, 150 million, 100 million in total guarantees. Yeah. I so said 30. Hold on a second. You said 38. It was 30 a year. You should have said well, four years, 150. It's 37.5. I was off by half a million. I was, looking at, I was looking at the guarantee. I'm talking so. about the contract. Oh, four yeah. Four years, yeah, yeah, 150 yeah. million. Yeah. First, I said 38. It was 37.5. Cool. So, so, so what they did, though, is so what they did is the first two years, it's 60 million over the first two, 10 million guaranteed thereafter. So you get 60 million in the first two years guaranteed. That's where I got the 30 number. But, yes, your average per year would be right on it. Nailed it. Good job out of you. Well, you know, your buddy's with the agent to the stars. You ought to know these things. Hate is going to hate. Um, so Give he gets up. it done. So basically, the Saints, Breer points this out, the Saints pay $2 bucks a premium to keep their draft pick. So you get, a, you get a starting quarterback, franchise quarterback, and you do so without giving up an asset, which is very rare. These things don't happen yeah. very often. And you just went to an organization that just got compensated for Sean Payton. Yeah. Like, you're in a good spot. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, they can go in a hurry. There was the the Jets thing was always going to be a more difficult path. Silly. No, not there, yeah. Nonsensical. This yeah. was this is a, a stroke of genius. It is. It's the best place he could have gone. God, there was one of the Dennis th- Allen for, knows him from the Raiders for sure. Our guy Joe Woods is there, Alave's there, Alvin Kamara is there. Cam Jordan, the honey bear. I mean, I, well, yeah, sure I, I like Alvin Kamara. What? <laughs> yeah, Kamara, maybe not. I think, I think Kamara's TBD on things right now. Uh, it's a nice squad, it. though. And they, they've also um, they've hung. Mm-hmm. Like, they, they've never bought – the Saints have been in the mix. They've, they had Breeze all those years, and now they stay there. 
stay competitive, and and to me look like the favorite in the South. Who's it? Trask, Ritter, and Matt Corral in Carolina right now. Like, who are the other quarterbacks? Uh, you know what? You go to page three of your rundown. You know no, what's funny about this? If you, if I had done that, you would have yelled at me. Don't you read the rundown? Blah blah blah. And for him, it's uh, like so nice and polite. Hey, Bo, go to page three in the rundown. The double standard. That's right. I've had it. It's appropriate. I mean, it sounds like your guilty conscience is talking to you. No, it's not. It's so your hip. Oh, there you go. So, boy, that's it. Matt Corral and Jacob Eason. So they'll they'll do something in the draft. Can I can I uh, read you guys a quote from? The official Nana of the show. Yeah, I'm writing it down. And I quote, Oh, Gibby, shush. <laughs> shush. I'm living my That's best good. life, buddy. That's good. <laughs> That's good. The official Nana. <laughs> oh, That's Gibby, great. shush. Is she on Ace of Duty this week? Will there be some just Ace during of Duty? The day, yeah, she'll go say, say what's Lisa. up. A little Ace of Duty. Because this is just me. I mean, yeah, that's, oh, yeah, that's right. Sweet Miss Kate's um, still around. Buddy Garrity, I can report, um, with the good days and now fully trained on the electric fence and a little bit of acreage to run around on, just a totally different love in his life. I mean, he's, he's his life right now is just thriving. Just sprints around, uh, tries to eat every leaf that that flies by in the wind. He's living his best life. Yeah. Yeah. To the point now where he's figured out how to bark, and so, like, when it's time to come in, he's not real happy about it. He's like, no, I'd rather go back out there, which goes to my theory that they would rather be out there. Not in the winter, he wouldn't rather be out there. But in the summer, know, we'll maybe. see. Like he's does have a coat for it. He's built for coat. it. You know. All right, so give me that. what I would like right now is the, the house power rankings through the eyes of Buddy Garrity, chronologically by age. Really? Yeah. Like how he sees it? Yeah. So you're the alpha. Yeah. The blonde. Yeah. Definitely NBC. He's he's a clear no question. Um, is he challenging? Is he near the 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 blondes level? No, 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 oh, no, 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 no. One, two, NBC would slide in. I think Beamsy's making a play on NBC's NBC. territory because he's being a little bit more giving, um, and then uh, and a little Bootsy's bit more willing. Dead last. Bootsy's way down. Bootsy's Bootsy, Bootsy's play now though is to like he will just flat out tackle him and like try to ride him and stuff and. I mean, Buddy Garrity's four months, five months. Buddy Garrity's but he's, not he's probably about like that big. Yeah, he's grown a lot, and um, like he's not coming at Bootsy yet, but I feel like he could. And I told Bootsy, I said, you know, if you do that and he does latch on to you, it will be justified. Just so we're all in the same page. If you continue to do that, he will. Like this isn't a Buddy Garrity goes away situation. This is no. A, hey, you got so, what sorry, you got. Bootsy, it happens. Like you, yeah. you know. I said she could be a little easier. Is on Bootsy that. lashing out because he knows he's in last place? No, I think what Bootsy wants is all he ever wanted was a real life stuffed animal. Got it. That he could wrestle with, cuddle with. He doesn't want to deal with any of the negatives that come with having a dog. He just wants the positive, positive. stuff. Or any of the and, responsibilities. Or none of the res- I mean, none of them want any of the responsibilities. We're doing ninety two percent of the stuff. Like, Correct. Maybe Who's picking more. up some poop? You? Yeah. Get those kids out there. They got that. Honestly, at their age, it's more of a pain for me to try to explain it. It would just end up everywhere. Let me tell you you got to get, get the claw. They wouldn't be able to. I was under the yoke. I've got woods. I just take the shovel. Throw yeah. it in the woods, yeah. I do the same thing. I was under the yoke. Are you kidding me? I was out there. What age? Mom, who's listening, no, I'm just can tell me. I, as young as I can possibly. You had dogs young? When I was. And so you had to do those things? Oh, yeah. I mean, they have chores, but I think, like, to me, that feels Dude. like they would bobble that. Like, what okay. would happen is 
the picking up the poop would end up everywhere because they wouldn't be able to properly work a shovel. Would it be under Pedro's yoke that was allowed? And if I like scraped it and it smeared a little, I had to go like underneath, under re like get a smaller hand shovel, and it was disaster. Yeah. As far as I can remember, yeah, and this is a long time. I was responsible for the dog's poop from the second that I have memories of my life. Yeah, vacuuming. Okay, cleaning the cabinets. Yeah. Is that a wipe down on the outside? That's right. Okay. That's right. With like a wood spray and then a wipe down counters the whole deal. Dusting. Yeah. Like the, yeah, we yeah. see that. Uh huh. Yeah. I was responsible for all of those very early on, very early on, like maybe at least for sure by fifth grade, if not sooner, which Nana can verify. I was doing my own laundry. Yeah. I mean, I was like a one man. I was a You're one on man. It. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. My mom says seven. She thinks seven for seven. Poop. They had a dog. Yeah. No, for do, me being responsible for the for poop. the poop. We had a seven. dog since I was born. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost, I feel like it would be, and it'd be a, I feel it'd be a negative. Like and I'd have to get apricots, nectarines yeah. off the trees. Now, do you, these, this same yoke, are you applying to your children? No. <laughs> Didn't you find dusting really satisfactory? Yeah, I, I loved it. it. I, I, every I morning, dusting. every morning when I get, oh, up, I love it. I like the smell of the stuff. I like the the, the satisfaction of like this side's that, clean, this side's not. I there's like two that. things in our household that I just don't do: dust and clean the bathroom, because inevitably, I cannot clean it to the level that my wife. Expects. So that's just so you like, punt. Yeah. All right, well, I'm not going to waste my time. It's yeah. not going to be like, as good as you want it. It's not satisfying. I do laundry. I can yeah. vacuum. I yeah. like vacuuming. I. uh I love to vacuum as well, but every every morning, the first thing I do is I want the kitchen to be sparkling, and I get great thrill from like cleaning and polishing the granite. It and really it's slack, that's like it locked in. That's the first thing I do I once like I emerge, and I love it. It gives me. I was like, all right, I've done something productive, yeah, done something for our home. Love it. I mean, I it's like probably because it. of my youth. I mean, I used to get a great joy of we had like wood paneled cabinets, yeah, like the you know a house of the seventies, yeah. So I get great joy. You spray it on there, and you, you know. Yeah, it was fun. And then you could see the sheen. You could look see at how color. great yeah, that look looks. Great look. I've done. Oh goodness! Yeah. yeah, a nice lacquer. Yeah. Um, it was funny. Back to the Derek card. This is what I was going to bring up. So I was watching Get Up this morning. Is that the Mike Reed? It is. So he's all jacked up, right? And he's basically he's an icon, no doubt. He's basically though on that show turned into. Do you remember when Norm Macdonald played Larry King on SNL? <laughs> of course. Larry and King. he would just point and make these declarations yeah. and it'll change cameras so greenberg's basically doing that this morning he went two trains staring down a track one the jets one aaron Rodgers, and one is Derek carr which train survives and he points to whoever's there jeremy fowler's been on the phone every break his phone is lighting up jeremy what can you tell us and jeremy goes well i'm hearing he's going to go to the jets Derek carr's going to go to the jets so the clear front runner and like two hours later he's the saints um, but it was like the hype around it. And the best part is was the, it there were three Florio trains, three trains involved. Yeah. Florio was the first one to say, everything I'm hearing, he's going to the Jets. Going Jets, yeah. yeah. So they all were on it, and then it goes Saints. But like the sales pitch of like as if – it was as if Joe Montana was on the market, and this was going to change the balance of power. There was no difference in hyperbole um, than that. It would have been exactly the same. I'm sure like when he was doing the Brady teases, it was like that. Like Tom Brady switching teams. Where will he end up? Jeremy Fowler, go! That's what it was like. I like that. It was very. He really has become. God bless him. He's done it a long time at a very high level. But that's that's the that's the way he does it. And he had. Uh, 
It was great. He's, by the way, the nicest guy ever. We had him on this show. He's so nice. So nice. So nice. Incredibly. By the, I remember we did like a really long interview. His wife wasn't there, and he right. just wanted to talk. Yeah, and he's like, cool. Like, no, we can go as long as you want. Like, during going. COVID. Yeah, That's right. It was during COVID. COVID. His, that we were, it was the Jets game. That's right. Yeah. He was we so did nice. this great interview. And I think I could only end up using eight minutes of it because the game had changed because our entire wide receiver room got sick. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. But he he sat down. He goes, "My whole family's on vacation somewhere. I'm just hanging out in a condo in New York City." Yeah, like, he, he, what, we did like twenty minutes, and he could we could have kept going. Yes. At the end, he's like, "Let me ask you guys a question." <laughs> uh, so that's what you. That's the news of the day in the NFL. Is the car news? He goes to the Saints. Uh, Diana Rossini, Rossini saying before Carr grew support in the building, there were many who were pushing for Jimmy Garoppolo. So, in New Orleans. No, this is in, uh, in, New York, in, in New York. In New York. New York. Well, yeah, there's 49er. I mean, well, there's, And there's also no other way for that. They can't go back with Zach. No. That's done. So I will give credit. Eisen was very, like, he, he tried to keep that, that drumbeat alive for Zach, Zach Wilson. Wilson. Yeah. I don't think you can come back from what happened on that Thursday night game against the Jags. I don't think so either. Just I, like, th I think you're done. I think it's Carson Wentz could never play in Washington again after what happened in, from that crowd in the game against us. Like, yeah, you reach a point where there's you lose your you have no confidence because the you know that the the people in the building don't want you there, the fans don't want you there. You question everything. Yeah, I mean, I think it's done. Let's it go. goes back to what you and I were saying, and I'll say both of us instead of just stealing stories here because yeah. it was, but. Why was it that Zach Wilson was just an automatic number two? Why was it a foregone conclusion? I don't know. I mean, I'm sure we'll get into the, some of the combine stuff from over the weekend, but it's it is stupefying that that was the case. We said it over and over again. Like, what are we missing? It's hard, by the Remember way. There was somebody we had on, and they were like, "Well, that the only reason he was down that year is because they didn't have um, the, his receivers weren't back, or there was all these excuses for it." And I was like. I don't know. You watch him play. At no point watching BYU play were you like, oh, that's Oh, man. A, look out. That's yeah. Peyton Manning. Never felt that way. The combine, obviously I would have it on in the background throughout the weekend. Yeah. It's unbelievable what they've turned it into and just the yeah. hype that surrounds it. Listen, everybody knows Anthony Richardson is an unbelievable athlete. Nobody thought he wasn't. Nobody thought he wasn't. But now we're acting like, oh, my God, like this guy's got to go in the top five. The question is, can he play quarterback? The answer is, we're not sure. Nobody knows. Complete 50% of his passes. Yeah. Like, can he read a defense? The greatest athlete and quarterback ever was Cam Newton, right? And yes. that he was a Heisman winner, won a national championship. Yeah. Had probably the best single season in the history of college football. And, and guess what? At, don't come in with the Burrow stuff. He wasn't throwing to Jefferson Chase. No. I love Burrow, but it's not Of course. But Burrow is a what I would call a prototypical pocket passing quarterback. Yeah, Richardson is not that. No, Cam Newton was not that. Cam Newton was the best I think example we have of that because of his size. He was yes. just, he was a unicorn. He was. He won an MVP. Never won a Super Bowl. No, like you've got to be able to throw the ball. I don't care how great of it's not like we're saying this guy's going to be a, a running back right. or a position where being just the best athlete on the field really can enhance your ability to play. Sure. He might be able to run around and, and like Justin Fields last year, couldn't really throw the ball, made some great plays with his legs, but they didn't, it's like they were winning. No, I just don't understand how the no. infatuation, like you knew he was going to be the most I don't even know toolsy people, guy ever. I don't think it's even that. I think sometimes it's just something to talk about until the draft for sure. For right. Sure. Well, Malik, think like, about Malik Willis, go back a year on yeah. Malik Willis. 
coming out of the combine. Who's trading up to the top yeah, 10 yeah. to get him? Gotta You're going to get a top 10 pick. Yeah. Third round. Yep. Yeah. No, I, yeah. Yeah. I think there's some of that. Uh, we will go around the NFL. There's a lot going on around the league today. A lot of guys being cut, guys on the block, including a former offensive player of the year from not that long ago in the league. Uh, we will get to that, among other things we're off and running. Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by Bally Bet, coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by BallyBet. Coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Welcome back here to Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet, coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Around the NFL landscape, the Cowboys have now placed their franchise tag on running back Tony Pollard ahead of the 4 o'clock franchise tag deadline, according to ESPN's Adam Schefter. So a franchise tag on Pollard. Are they in a point where they can buy out Elliott, or are they still going to try to do all of that? My guess is they're moving on from him as well they should because he's not great. Um, the Titans are reportedly shopping running back Derrick Henry. That was uh, paying off on the tease there. They're trying to shop him for Michael Silver. Yeah, of course, because what are they going to do with him? Yeah. What's the point? What's the market on that? Who's a, who's a fit for that? Every team that has a very good running back on an expensive contract should be shopping them. This is a loaded running back draft, Yeah. and there is no reason to tie up assets in that position. It's, it's a tough, harsh, I know people don't like that, harsh reality of the situation. It just, it is. Like Derrick Henry landing spots, who's a big power running back away from being a contender? I mean, you put him on the Bills. I'm sure that changes their outlook. Yeah, but they throw it like in. I mean, that's he's just different than the backs that they have drafted or had. Like you know, sure. they want guys who can catch it. Like the Saints, if they now you're on. Let's say if go. like that would there you go. Kamara doesn't work out. So, yeah, you know the that, Saints. That one would make some sense. All right, so Zeke is right now. I was going to um, say I'm looking at it. It looks like he's got a potential out now, but I don't know what that. I think he's got eleven point eight guaranteed still. Yes. Yeah, he still has four years if they continue down the road. Four years, fifty million dollars. Eleven point eight is your dead cap. Yeah. So, no, they're not going to eat it now. If they cut him post June first, it's only a five million dead cap and an eleven million dollar savings. So that's something that they could be interested in doing. So there's a lot of this that's going on around the league. The Vikings uh, releasing veteran linebacker Eric Kendricks. He was an all-pro, wasn't he, a couple years ago? Yeah. Yeah. Or so, certainly a pro, pro bowler. bowler. Yeah. Felt like maybe he was an all-pro. Uh, Allen Robinson, permission to seek a trade from the Rams. I saw he, a stat. He liked him a lot. I saw a stat on Allen Robinson that he was actually, I don't even know what some advanced analytics um, he's not a burner. He's not. No. He's not really. No, I'm saying you need. liked him coming oh, out. He loved was always him. a fan, and he was super productive. Had a great career. Yeah. But last one year, one of those guys that you just he never really got to play very long with a great quarterback. He was with the Bears. He was. He with never Jackson. Played. Never. Never did. This year would Bad be the luck. first year he did, and for some reason he just didn't. They didn't click. There was uh, 
his open score, or what, again, some new thing I know, was the highest on the Rams by a wide margin last oh, year. Oh, really? And the, like one of the highest of his career, but it just hmm. didn't work out. So he was a pro bowler and an all-pro in 2019. First-team all-pro. Good job, Eric Kendricks. He has got 100-plus tackles every year since 2016. He has 280 tackles the last two seasons, six sacks, uh, 10 passes defense, two picks, a couple of fumble recoveries over the last two years. 16 tackles for last week. Good player. Very. Yeah. Uh, Tom Pelissero on Twitter this morning, USC offensive lineman Andrew Voorhees, top 100 prospect in the draft, feared to have suffered a torn ACL during drills at the Combine on Sunday. Somehow Voorhees did the bench press this morning, pumped out 38 reps at 225 with one leg on the ground. Is he the one who I saw running the 40 who pulled up lame, or was that somebody else? There was another big guy running the 40 that grabbed his hammy. Not sure. Um, there, are, there are a couple injuries coming out this morning. And now everybody's like, why should we have a combine if people are going to get hurt? Okay. Well, I don't know. I never underst- I understood the idea of like a big guy running a 40. Like I said, Dewan Jones, like that 6'8", 380-pounder from Ohio State, the right tackle, like he's yeah. running the 40 at 5'3", 8". And it's like, what? who cares? When's he going to have to do that? Why? He's never going to have to do that. Like, just – there's no reason for them to run the 40. No. None. By the way, 38 reps at 225 with one leg on the ground is absurd. That's pretty good. That's absurd. That's pretty good. That's approaching uh, – Who was it – We had Orson Charles here who did, like, one, one year. P. Who's the – I think God, it's 42, isn't it? Somebody, it's it's like, in the 40s. Yeah, in the 40s. Yeah. Uh, Bryce Young's measurements uh, were done at the Combine, virtually identical to Kyler Murray's. 5'8 and an eighth of an inch. Weighed 204. Uh, it doesn't matter. Hands. Murray's 5'10", one-eighth of an inch. His weight, though, is weighed fake. Weighed 207. Well, the problem is, is exactly right. Bryce Kyler Murray's weight, weight was real. Yes. Kyler Murray is built like a thick. running back. He's thick, big legs. Big neck. All of that. Uh, Bryce Young is not. Is It's not real, man. Who so, was telling us at the Combine? Were you there when somebody? Played at 169. 169. Yeah. I'm telling you. the way how do you, that, how do you survive? I don't know. I don't know. I And I'm going to tell you, the way that Stroud threw it, and the way that he carried himself over the weekend, I wouldn't. I think he's got a shot to go one. That's going to be eye of the beholder. But 6'3", 215, all the throws that he can make. He's Greg Cosell's uh, top quarterback. Was Stroud? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't know that, but it doesn't surprise me. Wayne Morris from Oklahoma is the guy who pulled up lane, the offensive line. Okay, okay. Um, so – among the other things, we mentioned uh, Greg Cosell. You had a chance to talk with him. and oh, he, it, joy. What, what a joy that was. He had C.J. Stroud as his number one quarterback. Um, Greg Cosell was on the Ross Tucker podcast on the future of Carson Wentz. Here's what he had to say. My sense is, and I had this conversation with a coach, that Carson Wentz's career might be over because he's not going to be signed as a starting quarterback. Um, the feeling is um, that he does not really have the mindset to be a backup, that he's not – you know, you, you always hear coaches, Ross, and you know this from playing, you always hear coaches talk about the room with every position. We want our room to be good. There's a, the belief that Carson Wentz does not enhance a quarterback room um, for whatever reason. You know, I don't get into the personal stuff and all that, but it's very possible that his career could be over. I always thought that with Baker, that he would have a hard time being a backup, but he did quite well in with the Rams as a backup, it seems. But he wasn't the backup. Well, I guess he wasn't. He came in and started right away. He was the <laughs> yeah. backup in Carolina. And well, and that seemed to go okay until, I mean, they yeah, cut him. Eventually, they did. Yeah, maybe he can't either. I don't know. I wonder what it is. Like Baker, we saw firsthand. Like we never. I, I just wonder what it is with Wentz at all of these places that he just rubs He's everyone the wrong way. Clearly, an odd bird. He must be, man. Like he just. There's nothing there. Um, we mentioned off the Depot top. had that. I believe I had that as well. Yep. 
Um, mentioned at the top, Travis Kelsey was on SNL. He impersonated Patrick Mahomes. Here's what he had to say. Seriously, I'm honored that SNL asked me to host. I was nervous about doing a monologue, but then I remembered, I'm um, actually, I'm pretty good with words. I'm pretty good with words. Like during uh, games, I do these super eloquent pump-up speeches for my teammates. Please watch. More, 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 more. And sometimes I even do it in my Pat Mahomes voice. Bob, more, more, more. Do it, Cal, do it. I will say that the crowd, it's felt like kind of like a sitcom crowd where they're like ready to give him laughs on anything. Uh, they're, yeah, they're hyped for him. Yeah. And you you have to have that when you're in that. If you those, those first things, if you're in his spot and you're doing that live and a f- couple of laughs don't come early. You get nervous all of a sudden. Yeah, it starts to stack on you. Um, in one of the most absurd things, I this is ridiculous. The Titans are planning to wear their Oilers throwback uniforms for home game this season, according to the team's website. Okay. Why would anyone in Tennessee care? Just because they're beautiful, but they're Houston's uniform. It's not. They should give them like, to Houston and let the Texans. Of wear them. course, it would be like if the Ravens were like, "We're going to wear Browns uniforms. We're going to wear Browns uniforms one day." Well, why? The Browns never played here. Now I understand that the Tennessee Oilers were the Tennessee Oilers the Briefly. first year. Yep, and they played in Memphis. I think the Liberty Bowl. Um, that they they did wear those uniforms because I don't know what took them so long to go to Titans or how it stuck. Can you imagine that now? Like if an NFL team changed and it, the city that it left was significantly the bigger than the city that it was going to and the people where you left really wanted you to – like how does it that end up that way? I know we dealt with it here too, but th- this one gets much more attention than I think than the Houston one does. It's wild. It's cra- it's, first of all, and it's crazy. And then they're going to be like the Tennessee Oilers? Well, that part doesn't make sense, and neither do the L.A. Lakers, but that was going from a That's small old, place to a big – In but, the old days, I don't even think that anybody why would they had keep any – the Utah Jazz? That's the worst one. Um, I think in those <laughs> days, like, honestly, Vancouver Vancouver Grizzlies to Memphis Grizzlies is a recent one. Makes no sense. None. Um, Kudos for at least changing it. But they should have they should have just been cool and said, when you make a team in Houston, they're just keeping they're it the Oilers. Spike. Just like we got to say the Browns. The Ravens, in that sense. So I think the NFL – Jumped in on ours, yeah, and the and same so, thing happened with the Sonics. So when the Sonics went to Oklahoma City, yeah, they they had to change names, colors, so all that stuff's in and Seattle. The Thunder. And become the Thunder. Yeah. Which, oddly enough, they have like a bison as the logo, which that makes, I guess they do make thundering the sound herd. of Thundering Herd, but yet it felt like it was more of the meteorological Thunder that they were going for. Yeah. You know, so I don't know. Um, but, yeah, they should just give those to the Warriors. Uh, the 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 Texans should just be the Oilers. Yes. But, but if not, then they should give them the colors and the throwbacks, and they should wear them in Houston. Be, it would mean something to the people in Houston. They tried doing this in the NHL. Uh, the Carolina Hurricanes were the Hartford Whalers, and they were like, we're doing a Whalers night. And I'm like, why? Hartford, the whale. Nobody in nobody in Raleigh cares about the Hartford yeah, Whalers. All you've done is anger Hartford. Right. It's like, is are you going to rub it in now? Like, you don't see the abs, like, rolling out Quebec Nordique uniforms. God, the Nordiques. That would be pretty awesome. They'd be great, though. You? Well, they're gorgeous. They're, they are as go- – by the way, light blue and red. Of course. It's a nice color scheme. Um, I wouldn't mind the Hartford the Whale come back. And was it Mallrats when he's playing the, the game and he's like, Mall Hartford the Whale. The, unbelievable. Comes around once in a lifetime. I don't know if anybody in Hartford cared about the Whale when they were there. 
but they certainly did when they were gone. Great name. Correct. Oh, it's Logos. awesome. Not a great color scheme, as I recall. The old Seahawks color scheme. Yeah. Bright blue and bright green. Yeah. Yeah. The Nordiques is perfect. I mean, they're unbelievable. They're and lo- there's always talk that they're going to get one back, but I don't know. I don't know if they are. Don't know. The Quebec Nordiques. Is that what they were? Yeah. Quebec Nordiques. Yep. All right. Uh, coming up next, AP put together a free agency preview for us, which players are eligible to hit the market. We will go through that with you coming up next. Listen to Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by BallyBet. Coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Elk and Elk, serious lawyers, serious injuries. Call 1-800-ELK-OHIO for a free case review. Elk and Elk's proud partner of your Cleveland Browns. Our good buddy, staff writer Anthony Poizel, with his 2023 Browns free agent preview, which players are eligible to hit the market Looking at the Browns' unrestricted free agents. We've gone through a lot of these guys. Yeah, you're up. You're good. You had this on your wish list, some of these. Like Ethan Posick was on your wish wish list. Well, yeah, that's what I think is an important guy. You know, starting center for the team. Played great last year. Um, And I think he would be somebody that would be very important to being brought back. I think Deion Jones, you know, I, I thought played well. I don't know what the price tag would be there. You obviously need help at linebackers, but if we kind of were going through this and prioritizing, you know, people, Posick would get a star by his name. Clowney is not going to be back, I would think. I don't think Kareem will be back. I don't think Jacoby will be back uh, because Jacoby's going to go somewhere and start. I'd love to have Anthony Walker Jr. back here. I actually just saw him uh, recently working out and looks great, feels great. I know he wants to be back. Uh, I think he'd be important if he could. I really would like, I like that it. to happen. Uh, I thought Taven Bryan, you know, was fine for the Browns last year. Second on the team with sacks and with three, which was a career high. Um, we'll see there. I think we need a massive upgrade at that position. Uh, so I don't know that you run back there. Greedy was greedy had an awful year. I don't. I don't really don't even know what the future holds for Greedy Williams. I mean, would I bring him back if it was like the league minimum? Yeah, I would. And maybe you can get what you had two years ago when he was playing pretty well, but last year was kind of a lost year. Isn't that a funny one? Like you remember the drafting of him, and you remember like what it came in here and yeah, it was kind like of the he, hype he stole around a first it rounder. Stole a first rounder, and then it just could health that shoulder, you know, whatever that just, shoulder was, just kind of derailed. Just derailed the career. Yep, which is it's unfortunate. But he came back from it. And he was actually very good. Like I said, two years ago, and then it was just last year. It was just such an odd scenario in terms of, of what ultimately happened there with him he was just he was not great chase winovich I, I thought came in started playing very well at the end of the season yeah um you know could you bring him back on a minimum deal sure i'd be open to that as a situational pass rusher uh talk love talk it's just so hard the acl week 13 such a brutal time yeah uh, he was playing well too i would love love Sione Taki Taki to be back with the Browns, and I think he'd be great special teams guy, all of that. Chris Hubbard, probably, this is probably the end of the road for him. G- gave the Browns some great years. Uh, Ronnie Harrison. Uh, no. What, he was such a comet out of the gates. 2020 was great. It's great. It's on, It's kind of a crazy what's baffling what's happened there. Yeah. Uh, Dearness Johnson. I, I wouldn't mind having him back. You know, you got Jerome Ford as the young one. Dearness gives you a nice insurance policy, and he's a great special teams player. So mm-hmm. I would put, a, I'd star him if if the price is right. You know, he's somebody that certainly would be in consideration. Stephen Weatherly, we never saw him. Uh, Jesse James again, never really saw him. Pharaoh Brown, 
you know, I think I'd rather have like a younger mm-hmm. Y tight move, you know, type of a big inline tight end if we wanted to do that. Uh, Yelda Froholt, sure, I'd bring him back, especially as a guard. Not really, he was very good at guard, not as good at center. Yep. But very good at guard. Uh, Reggie Ragland, again, on a league minimum, is a give you a 250 pounder in the middle of your linebacking core, fine. Jermaine Carter, again, could be fine. Tay Davis, special teams guy. Uh, your restricted free agents, Michael Dunn. Um, I actually ran into Michael Dunn at the, uh, at the combine out one night. Oh yeah. I, I think he very much would love to come back. I think he also feels that if, if it doesn't work out here, he will, he had a great time here, mm-hmm. got to start in that playoff game when Joel wasn't available. Um, AJ green, I think got to put a star by him. I think you'd like him to be back for sure. Um, been a solid performer for the Browns inside, outside exclusive rights guys. Thomas Graham showed a little something in the slot. Uh, and then Ben still, Chris Odom, you know, yeah. sure, whatever. In terms of those are depth pieces anyway, and you're looking for somebody to make a splash. Odom was, you know, great in the USFL. I think the, the key here is, you know, Posick and AWOC are probably, you know, top of your list, although there's a lot of opportunities in the linebacking room. Uh, but those are probably the two that you really want to, and, and A.J. Green, that you really want to bring back. I think Kareem well, Hunt's going to be elsewhere. I think, yeah. you know, Clowney will be elsewhere. Just kind of the reality of the situation. Jacoby will be elsewhere. Yeah. And I think from a uh, Posick and AWOC, like if, if those are able to be guys who return, I mean, that's just two things you don't have to worry about. You're locked in. I feel like AWOC, there's no question that we were better off by a wide margin with him. Uh, JOK especially took a while for him to get his sea legs under him after yes. AWOC went out. Um, and Posick was a revelation at center. He really yeah. was. He was great. So, um, you know, when you're when you have the needs that we have on the defensive line, um, at speed receiver, uh, at safety, when you have those needs, like if you don't have to worry about a couple of these things, perfect. It'd be nice. Be nice. Be nice yeah. to not have to do too and much. And nobody too that much we shopping. talked about there. Now Posa could end up, you know, outpricing himself, but nobody else here is gonna outprice themselves on the open market, most likely. AWOC yeah. coming off the injury, talk coming off the injury, you know, I, I doubt that, that you're gonna be you know, in a big situation, the thing that stinks for talk is when's he going to be ready? Is he going to even be, you know what I mean? When does he, when is he ready to play for you? How does that impact when he signs? I mean, I, I want him to be clean Brown forever. I love talk. Yeah. He was, that was the timing. That was absolutely Awful. just brutal across yep. the board. Uh, coming up at the top of the hour, top 101 NFL free agents for 2023. Who could we be wooing to come in here? That is coming up next. You're listening to Cleveland Browns Daily on E50 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by Ballybet. Coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. be part of one of the most passionate fan bases in the National Football League. Join the Brown season ticket member waitlist today for the best chance of securing tickets for all home games in future seasons. Don't miss out. Go to clevelandbrowns.com slash tickets or call 440-891-5050 to reserve your spot today. Did you, uh, do you know what today is? Friday. Other than a Friday for you. Pretty good for you to come in on a Monday when you're off the rest of the week. Dude. It's kind of nice. Like one day, then I'm out. 
Yeah, it's great yeah. for me. But it's I also rare that that happens. Usually, it's you just take the full week. Not for dude. I love you. Pops in. Well, I love you too. Same. Um, and in spirit of that love, today is the 25th anniversary of the release of the Big Lebowski. The dude abides. We might have to tell. We might have to, to fire that up tonight. It's one of the. I would say I was thinking about this this morning. I remember watching it in the theater when it came out. There was a great deal of anticipation for the Big Big Lebowski when it came out um, in certain sectors, and I was among those sectors. Um, I think it's probably among the five movies I've seen the most in the 25 years since, at least in part. I've seen for, it probably a thousand times. Yeah. If it's on, I'm in. If it's on, I'm in. I and mean, it's a movie that gets better with every watch. I don't have a problem with that. Every watch. Yeah. It's, it's, there's no real – there's no – dips it's all no. every moment it's great i've been doing a bit lately who wins the movie i like it who won bridges i disagree walter subject oh, i was yeah. gonna say jesus. well it depends on jesus if, if you want to do nature the, if you want to do the full uh the full rewatchables viewing of it i think goodman is the most incredible character in that movie <laughs> but it probably well i guess the reason i said bridges is bridges comes out of it like with, he was a big star, and then hadn't done stuff for a while, and then he come, then he does that, and now I feel like that's what he's most known for. I, is Goodman most known for that, or is he most known like in terms of the vast cross section of America as like on Roseanne still? Roseanne, most likely, R right? Like for Bridges, it's he's the dude. He's the dude, and then he kind of became the dude. It was kind of the opposite of McConaughey. I think McConaughey has always been Wooderson. That is who he is. Yeah. I don't know that Jeff Bridges was ever the dude, but he's basically the dude now. Like if you hear him talk in the last twenty five years, he sounds like the dude. Yeah, he's got a he's doing a it's mellow. He's doing music. Oh yeah. He's got a very dude vibe, man. Yeah. The dude abides. I mean, he's he's phenomenal, no doubt. Sobchik has the best lines. Yeah. See, I mean, he was already though, like he was nominated for an Academy oh, Award. I mean. He was a super he was an A list and then he was kind of had faded. And then all of a sudden he's the dude. So I'm trying to look at when the dude is comes. So the dude, what year is the dude? Here we go. The dude's 98. I mean, he was like 25 years ago. Yeah. So he was prior to that last nominated Academy Award for Best Actor for Starman in 1984. That was his third Academy nomination. He does Lebowski in 98. Then 99, he has three movies: Arlington Road. That's a great unbelievable movie. Unbelievable movie. It really is good. The Muse and Simpatico. Then he does The Contender in 2000, where he's Academy Awards Best Supporting Actor. And then he's basically doing a couple movies a year. He did Sea Biscuit. I think. I think uh, the, Iron yeah, Man. Yeah, my 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 theory is is that out of Lebowski, it's the Renaissance. God, he was of Bridges. Won the Academy Award for Best Actor for Crazy Heart in 2009. Mm -hmm. So it's that's a decade after Lebowski. Yeah. 2010 in True Grit, nominated for Academy Award Best Actor. 2016, Hell or High Water, Academy Award Best Supporting Actor. He's unbelievable in that. That movie's great. I've never seen that. That's from the writer of Yellowstone. That's great. Hell or High Water is unbelievable. Bank Heist movie, Modern Day Old West, West Texas. Awesome. Oh, God. Awesome. Uh, Chris Pine's in it. Yeah. That Bridges. Looks, yeah, that looks it's tremendous. It's unbelievable. Yeah, it's one of my favorite movies in the last 25 years. I'm going to have yeah, to watch that. You'll love it. You'll I feel like I will. No question. It's a great On movie. the plane. Yeah, it's unbelievable. By the way, Calvin Ridley officially reinstated. To the surprise of no Welcome one. to Jacksonville. Yeah. He's on our schedule. I mean, pfft. they're going to be good. They're a problem. Sure they are. 
Yeah, they're a problem. Trevor Lawrence turns out good. Yeah. Julianne Moore, great. Phenomenal. She's good. Brant is great. Brant is amazing. Philip Seaver Hoffman is Brant. He's Brant. Come on, man. He's so good. Maud. Yeah, Maud is great. Maud Lebowski's great. Small cameo, but Jackie Treehorn's unbelievable. Oh, my God. My guy. Couldn't love him anymore. Great doodler. Oh, my God. Brad Wesley himself in the mix. Ben Gazzara. Unbelievable. Jackie Treehorn. Treehorn's The great. dude, when he feels like he's on the same vibe with Treehorn, like they're really, really going to sort each other out. Yeah. So great. Not. Another Caucasian Jackie. Another Caucasian Jackie, yes. Unbelievable line. Oh, it's good. Fantastic. And I would say what I was going to say is I would We've say it's Donnie. probably Donnie was pretty great. good cast. Coach. About Bunny, Tara Reid, peak, peak, peak. Yeah, That's more right peak than a, American Pie. That did that lead to American Pie? So this is '98. Hold on, hold please. I would say American Pie is after. So, or is it? I'm it's got it right now. So, Lebowski is her big break. Really, she was in something called A Return to Salem's Lot before that. Then Lebowski. Then from there she gets next year is American Pie. She goes from Lebowski uh, and hits Cruel Intentions in '99, American Pie in '99. Cruel Intentions. I don't remember her in Cruel Intentions. Marcy must have been a small part. Got to be. Yeah, because that's Reese Witherspoon and Josie and the Pussycats in 2001, American Pie 2 2001, Van Wilder 2002. Oh, I mean that's when she fantastic. was fantastic. That's yeah. when she was really rolling. And then it and then Sharknado. The incubus, no. Then it all went off a cliff at that point. American Reunion. She got that, thank goodness, in 2012. She was in The Hunger Games. I don't remember her in The Hunger Games, 2014. She was in a movie called Andy the Talking Hedgehog in 2019. Yeah, it's gone that way. It's gone. She's now. still doing stuff. She's out there working. 2021 Memoirs Memoirs of a Fighter, Spare Me, Attraction to Paris, Mummy Dearest, 2022 Bloodthirst. Sally Floss, Digital Detective, and then 2023 Air Force Z. She's the president. <laughs> well, she kind of lined into that Sharknado world when she was in that with Ian Ziering. Yeah, she was in 2013 there, Sharknado. Yeah. 2014 Sharknado 2, the second one. 2015 Sharknado 3, oh hell no. Yeah. 2016 Sharknado the Fourth Awakens. 2017 Sharknado 5, Global Swarming. Yeah. They rode that all the 2018, way. 2018, the, the last Sharknado. It's about time. So six. She gets six, six, six Sharknados out of, out of that. that. Yeah. Her and Zeering. Ugh. What a guy he was. Ein. Ein. You big 90210 guy as a kid? Oh, yeah. Was, uh, were there any, uh, was Pedro have any, uh, Rush? What was his name? What was his dad's name? What was he in Zeering's character's name? Steve Sanders. Steve Sanders. Rush Sanders. Remember his dad, Rush? <laughs> With I, the golf match. I just found. Against the Bonds. The bonds, it was I'll Bobby have to watch Bonds and Barry Bonds. I found, the putt. I found Zeering and Donna to just be awful, awful, dreadful, just the worst. The perm on Zeering was unbelievable, awful. Yeah, he was so unlikable in every way. Yeah, and then and he Donna turned him into like a awful. goofball. And then later, yeah, the girl that was a thousand years old. I don't know why she had. To, I, don't, I didn't get it. There's no reason for her to be there either. No, no. Uh, hey, we're gonna have a four year old actress play a high school kid. Don't worry about it. Nobody asked questions about Luke Perry either, and he was like 13 years younger than her. He was like 27, wasn't he? When he was playing high school kid, and looked it like he was four. He looked like he was 40 and had lived a hard life. Lived a life, yeah. The high school kid, Dylan McKay. Dylan McKay, fantastic. Um, It's an all-time high school character, though. Probably him and Brandon Walsh. 
the yin and yang for that was pretty strong. That was a strong. But like, if you were to do a Mount Rushmore of high school characters, TV or movies, Zach Morris, Dylan McKay. I'd like to nominate Alex S- P. Keaton. I'd like to nominate Spicoli. Thank Spicoli. You very much. Yeah. But Spicoli was before me. He was. Yeah, so I mean, he's still a high school character. Yeah. But I mean, like. You weren't watching, like, when you were in high school, you weren't. I was watching. I watched Fast Times all the time. I Bill was and obsessed Ted, with that movie. Pretty good. Yeah. Spicoli's great, though. Bill S. Preston, Ted Theodore Logan. Very good job. Stifler would probably be on there. Stiffmeister. Stiffmeister was really good. It turns out, though, that he was like in many ways, in many ways, the Stiffmeister was a fraud. That's yeah. the only downside of the Stiffmeister. Like, he was like the alpha, but was not. Not. No. No. His mom was, in fact, his best characteristic. Yeah. But I don't know that anybody knew that until in real time, did they? He had a. So they were making. Great cameo in old school, too, for him. Yep. Road trip? Yeah. Shot yourself with a <laughs> Feral. Road trip. Yeah. Was made. That's a great movie. That was a great underrated. movie. Shot parts of it, the college part of it were shot at Emory. Okay. When I was not I think after I graduated, but I was still in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. There were some there were some stories. Some hijinks. Some the Stiffmeister. I believe that. I believe he would flourish in Atlanta. Feels like a town you'd flourish in. Top 101 NFL Poorly free agents. Reviewed. Free agents of 2023. Lamar Jackson at the top of this list. There was all sorts of stuff over the weekend with him. Was there anything to it? I don't know what to believe and what not to believe. There were reports know, got, that he met with Eric DaCosta, but there's still a long way to away. Said something that says he's going to the Commanders, bro. Yeah, I mean, Atlanta was leaked. So if that happens, we can replay this back. That Wait, I are you received. talking about Lamar? Yeah. yeah. You, yeah. you know what that's from, right? Some Schefter thing? Schefter was on uh, Pardon My Take. Okay. And he had something like pre-programmed in his phone, someone to reach out, and it said Lamar or the Ravens working out a deal to trade Lamar to the commanders. It was all set up on the phone. It was all whoever was going to be texting him. During the podcast, he gets his text, and they're like, oh, my God, what's going on? What's going on? He goes, i show it to you. Like Schefter played it out great. He was like – no matter what, like everybody's phone's off. No one has this. Great. All right, I'm going to show it to you, and like we can take it out of the video if, if it doesn't happen. And he shows them, and they're all like, whoa, oh, Like, got, got. Schefter just go back and watch him. it. That's it's pretty spectacular. Good. So I guess that's not happening. Uh, PFT Commenter is on a, a personal strike, though. He's really until Lamar becomes a commander. So it sounds like it's going to be a rough time for him. <laughs> I'm looking through this list 101 like you got it. It's so interesting for us because in years past under AB and even under Dorse, like we always had a bunch of money. We had a bunch of guys on rookie contracts. So like you could go to the top of free agent list and said, well, we want these three guys. Yep. And sometimes we got those guys Um, this year. That's not the case. I mean, we're you're I was looking down like I don't know what I don't even know, like Draymond Jones, the former Buckeye. He's on the market. He's like 13 on this list. I know there's a lot of stock around Jesse Bates, but I don't, and I like him, but I don't know that he fits what we're. We have to decide where the money is going to be, and my guess is it's yeah. going to be on the line rather than the back end. But if maybe you can't spend it on the line, you will do that on the back end. Yeah, I mean you're you're going through the rest of these guys on this list, and you got to go a while to find people that are going to be affordable based on everybody we're paying. I've just learned something 
that has blown my mind that we'll discuss in the break about a person who plays a very minor role in the great film The Big Lebowski. Intrigued. So Peter King today in his column <clears throat> said, he goes, I, I'm at the Somebody combine cable for, problem. for five, six days. No buzz about free agency. No buzz from anyone about free agency. He Mom's said, the word. Uh, he, he believes a lot of teams will sit and let the market sort itself out before being active. Like, this if, may not. If you remember two guys, Geno Smith, like. Yeah, I mean, 32-year-old Geno Smith. Yeah. Congrats on a career year, but eh. I mean, like, like Deron Payne's not. He's already been tagged. Yep. And, yep. and it's, it gives the updates oh, if they've man. been tagged. Like. The Eagles got to resign basically their whole thing. Oh, that's good. That's important. That is Macaulay's van. Yeah, very good. Yeah. So we we've been through this. We know where the where the emphasis will be. It'll be on the defensive line, and then it'll just be when does it come? Will there be a fast and furious? I line? went through here and highlighted a bunch of different people. Go through it if you want to do it. Go go for it. Go for it. All right. Obviously, let it, me know when you're done. We got time. You're safe. Elite, elite, Hargrave. Would be, I think, the number one guy. They say twenty million. I just don't know if we can do that. Yeah, Jesse Bates, who's number nine. That's a safety you mentioned. One guy who's not on the list that I like is the safety Marcus Epps from the Philadelphia Eagles, which okay. doesn't make their top hundred, which surprised me. Good player, Jim Schwartz, a fan of his. Has, has kind of, I believe it was it was called. He raised him in that Philly defense. Draymond Jones, no stranger to people here. Uh, the former Buckeye defensive tackle, Marcus Davenport on the edge. Uh, former first rounder doesn't stay healthy, but productive when he is healthy. Uh, I think somebody the Browns maybe could keep an eye on. But my guess is we're going to get into some of the the later guys. Apuna Ford, for example, Brandon Graham. We've heard that rumor while we were there. The Brandon Graham is being linked to the Browns and Jim Schwartz. Arden Key, I wanted last year. He replaced Trayvon Walker as a starter in Jacksonville. And as this notes, their pass rush got better. Um, I've heard T.J. Edwards uh, linked to the Browns. Improved every season as a pro, especially on passing downs. Plus starter, racked up more than 1,100 snaps on the way to the Super Bowl. He's the starting mic for the Eagles, so that could affect our linebacker room there. Samson Ibukam, which would be a great pressure guy for a part-time player. Would He's thrived opposite Bosa, would thrive opposite, I would guess, Miles Garrett. Posick we mentioned. Uh, Fletcher Cox would be a cheaper kind of guy to bide some time on the interior if you draft one that you're expecting to play at a high level. Sheldon Rankins is a name that I have given you a few times here. Seems to make sense. Former first-round pick. Uh, Taylor Rapp could be a cheaper safety option. I mentioned Epps. Juan Thornhill would be a cheaper safety option as well. He's at number 96. Uh, and then our old guy, Larry Ogunjobi. Now, what's funny is this is supposed to be the top 101 here. If we cut it off at 100, number 100 and 101 are both former Browns. Larry Ogunjobi and then Baker Mayfield's 101. There you go. There it is. That's the group. That's what we're looking at. Do you remember uh, Peyton Manning pulling this play when he fike, fake spiked and ran when Jim Moore was there? So he's talking to Marino, and they uh, that's where he was uh, got it from. I can't remember. Yeah, Marino did it, against the Jets did it against the Jets on a Monday, Monday night. night. I remember yep, vividly, that. I remember vividly. Uh, but Manning's play on it was that he. So here's Manning's version of it. I think it was eventually ruled that it was illegal because once you give the fake this it was almost like they ruled against Why it's a it. pump fake so here you go this is what he did so he comes to the line gets to the line we're, we're, we're spiking we're spiking we're spiking no 
And then he just kind of dances like he's trying. I mean, he's kind of just being hysterical. Look at him turn on the Jets. And, and people say he wasn't an athlete. Yeah. That has to count. That's too genius. The acting, everything yeah. about it. I don't remember that play. Me neither. It was a random Colts Saints game. Homecoming for him. I mean, he had to be so juiced right there. That's a what a play. So I wonder if after the Marino fake thing, did they put in some rule that you can't fake it? Why not? I have no idea. Of course you can fake it. Does it feel yeah, it feels like he's been overruled, right? Feels like he's losing his mind. Yeah. That's ridiculous. You can fake a handoff. Right. You can fake a pass. Yeah. Why can't you fake a spike? I don't know. I want him to give him a touchdown. Yeah, I give agree with 14 you. 14 points, honestly. I couldn't agree with you more. Uh, Cincinnati wide receiver Tyler Scott, a Norton, Ohio native, is someone who certainly is getting a little bit yes. of attention for us. Uh, he was at the podium. We'll have some of that for you coming up next. You're listening to Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by Ballybet, coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by Ballybet. Coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. There's a new way to cheer on your Cleveland Browns with the help of your favorite four-legged companion, Barking Backers, presented by Milkbone, the Browns' newest club for pet parents worldwide. Sign up today at BarkingBackers.com. Barking Backers, the fan club for dogs. Cincinnati wide receiver Tyler Scott could be someone of interest. The Norton, Ohio native was at the podium on Friday at the NFL Combine. Here he is on transferring his track speed to the football field. I think just understanding uh, you know, how to use it, uh, I guess that's the biggest thing that people don't, I guess, really get. Um, so, like, you look at, like, Usain Bolt. Usain Bolt, in the first, you know, 40, 60 meters, everyone's got him. You know, you look at that back end half, that last 40 to 60, the race is over. You know what I'm saying? So, you look at a guy, he may come out running a 40-yard dash. He may not be the, you know, fastest person, you know, here. If he runs a 40-yard dash, you can run 100 meters, he's going to be the fastest. So, um, in football, you know, are you really running? When's the time we're really running 100 you know, yards? We really get a chance to really build up that speed. You know, football, it's like you got to learn how to get the top speed fast. Mm-hmm. And so, one thing I really focused on when I was, you know, in high school was indoor track. I got to run it finally my, my senior year. Uh, we got a new track coach, and um, he got us into indoor track. And so, my main focus was the 60. And just really learning how to get out. You know, that's the biggest thing. Learn how to get out and get the top speed fast. Because in football, you know, that's, that's the biggest thing. And so, being able to get the top speed fast is. The big key that I think, um, you know, it's a lot of hard for track athletes, especially because you get a chance to build up 200-meter dash, you get a chance to build up 100-meter dash, you get a chance to build up. So. Yeah. You know, I think I think what we we got to know, and I, I'll be very candid with you, I don't know enough about Tyler Scott to know, is is he a natural receiver first? That's that's it. Like, it's you know, you can have all the speed in the world, but catching it naturally is job. Yes, and that's what Dane would say. You put the tape on it and you'd be like, what do you mean this guy – didn't always play wide receiver. That's how good he is compared to Tyler Lockett from a lot of the people we talked to at the Combine. A lot of people think he'd be a perfect fit for the Browns. Uh, I don't know after the way that he performed if he'll be available to the Browns, but he was pretty darn good. Uh, Slightly angry Jason saying the ref blew the play dead on the Manning fake spike. Uh, That's what happened. What a buffoon. He even fooled the ref. It was so good. Sad. Of course he did. Super. Very sad. Yeah, hate to see it. Uh, Tyler Scott grew up a Browns fan. Here he is on that. You know, I had a meeting with them that, you know, went great. Um, you know, I guess they were pretty impressed. So, um, you know, I'm obviously from Northeast Ohio. I grew up a Browns fan. Uh, 
every day on my way home from church. You know, we got the Browns game on. You know, we listen to the Browns game. Diehard Browns fan. I'll say that as well. So, um, yeah, no, it'd be, it'd be great to play for the Browns. Her mom's a big fan of you then. His mom's a big fan. Us? No, but games on the way home. That's that's you and the voice. Nice. So he that would be cool. It would be happen. great. Yeah, Huge Browns fan. I think he want. I think it's one of those situations where it almost makes too much sense. Everybody wants it to happen. Will it happen? I don't know. And again, I don't know if the Browns would consider that that wide receiver is more of a luxury than the need that you might have at edge. And that's the that Andrew Barry can answer that question. But well, he won't. He well, won't. His actions will. His actions, right? He yeah, won't. Yeah. That won't be answered until free no. agency and the draft are over. Right. And then you'll say, ah. That's what they did. Aha. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That's how that went. Yes. Uh, here's Tyler Scott on Amari Cooper. Yeah, well, actually, first and foremost, like I went back and watched his combine because uh, I know he had a great combine, and he was real smooth just the way he did things. So I wanted to go back and watch you know, his combine just to kind of see you know, what he did um, there. But, I mean, just his suddenness. You know, he's real sudden, really quick at the line. Um, you know, he's a guy that learns. I like learning how to manipulate DBs. You know, it's kind of a, it's really a mind game out there when you're playing, um, you know, receiver because it's also a mind game for them as well. So um, I think that's what's also fun about playing receiver, and I think he just does that so well. This from um, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Sup, Calvin Ridley. They tweet him. Sup, comma, Calvin Ridley, question mark, hashtag Duval. Pretty savvy play out of them. Real savvy. I wish we had done it. Yeah. To be honest. <laughs> like, if we're like, oh man, we're gonna add Calvin Ridley to the mix next year. Yeah. Great. Yeah. All of a sudden that For what? Guy's a, coming... wasn't it like a six round pick? It was not much. Why weren't more in on that? Maybe the risk. I don't what know. What was the risk? He was not gonna be out for two years for yeah, he hasn't played for two years though. And we know that that's gonna be injured you. before. No, remember he took the year off before for like personal issues to get his mind right, mental health. Is that was coming out of the COVID, right? Yeah. I think he only played like two or three games that year. Fifth round pick. Okay. So this year. Not much. But he last played football, I want to say, in 2020, 15 games, 1,374 yards, nine touchdowns. 2021, five games, 281 yards, two touchdowns, and then left for mental health reasons and did not return. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So, I mean, he really hasn't played since 2020. That's going to be 2023. For a fifth, though? Sure. Kick yeah. the tires. I mean, he's still young. Yeah. He, he's everything that you want out of that. I mean, literally everything you want. He's 28 years old. Yeah, absolutely kick the tires on it. Sure. Yeah. They're, sure. they're going to be a problem. Formidable. Yeah, they're going to be a very big problem. And I think it probably also you know, speaks to some of the stuff you're seeing in Tennessee mm-hmm. uh, with, with what their plans are. I mean, my hunch would be that they go off of Tannehill and – Obviously, they're shopping Henry. I, I believe we had that early in the yeah. season. Like, it's over. Let's move on. Let's get it together, right? Like, yeah, you have to bounce when the when the time you got to you can't hold on too long, man. No, you can't. And so uh, they are going to slide right into it, and then it'll just be a matter of you know, can the what can the Colts do in the draft? And I think Houston's in a pretty good spot if they draft correctly. Houston's in a great spot. You know, the Houston- question for Houston will be. Are they going to – how emphatic are they on that they get their guy? Because it sounds like the asking price for the Bears is uh, your one this year is, is so that they basically have two ones every year. Right. For this year and next year. Um, so what is the what is the price you're willing to pay for that to move up to go get it? Right. That'll be the question. Or do you stay there at two, all because you want a meaningless game? That's simple. 
All right, we will do uh, the all-NFC South rosters coming up next. You'll listen to Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by Valley Bet, coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by Valley Bet, coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Welcome back to Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by Ballybet, coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. You look at the this is this is how Derek Carr gets here. That's what we were saying all along. Go down there. You're not up. Of course. By the way, this division had a total of five people in the Pro Bowl, period. <laughs> in the division. This division is dreadful. It is. It really is. It's the worst division in football somehow. It wasn't that long. Like when Brady went there and Breeze was in this with the Saints still. You know, Ryan was still with the Falcons. Yes. They had just been in the Super Bowl. The three people who were... Uh... Caroline, at that point, I think they still had Cam, although it was starting to dwindle, but they still yeah. had Cam. Right. Keekley was still playing there. Now it's just the dregs, man. Dregs. Absolutely like this team is. is awful. It's an awful team. All right, so we'll go through. Should we it do here. this? Ba- how are we doing this again on based on, based on last year? Last year, so Brady's the quarterback. Brady's the quarterback because by default, although he wasn't bad last year. No, he. I think he didn't. He lead the league in attempts. Yes, I think he set a record. In fact, yeah. Um. So Brady's the quarterback for sure. Yeah. Running backs, we taking two or one? How are we doing just this? one? Just one. Bra- I hope just one. Literally. Brady, four hundred eighty-five, four hundred ninety completions, seven hundred and thirty-three attempts, four thousand six hundred ninety-four yards. That's only nine point six yards of completion, which is the lowest of his career, by the way. Twenty-five touchdowns, nine picks. Sheesh. He threw it seven hundred thirty-three times and threw it for forty-six hundred yards. To put that in perspective, in two thousand and seventeen with New England, he threw it five hundred eighty-one times and threw for forty-six hundred yards. That's almost that's one hundred fifty attempts. Fewer with the same amount of yards. Yeah. I have no idea which of these guys had good years at running back. So Is Tyler the kid from Atlanta. Is Tyler Algier ran for over a thousand yards and averaged five yards a carry. He led the division in rushing and averaged five Did yards. Did he a carry. really? Yeah. Camara led in total yards, but had a very down year. Other than our game, how many Falcons games did you watch? games yeah <laughs> not any but i saw a lot of highlights ours out. yeah i saw a lot of highlights because well i watched i watched we least... played them week four so i watched at least their first three yeah. but that was all quarter l patterson right remember he wasn't even the starter at the beginning no well i guess my point is like as we're looking at these names and i'm reading the names on this list like i don't think it's a question that i watched the least amount of this division it was dreadful yeah it's bad across the board like the falcons and the panthers had an awesome game that crazy one where P.J. Walker threw like a Hail Mary oh, to tight, and then the PJ kicker Walker. missed the extra point, and then the kicker missed the field goal in overtime, and they ended up losing the Falcons. Is P.J. Walker the Carolina Panthers quarterback of record last year? He would have been, yeah. He, yeah. Yeah. Probably would have been. Yeah. Um, all right, receiver. So who are we going with at running back? Tyler, Tyler Algier. Algier. Oh, my God. So receiver, we take three, right? Yep. It feels like Evans, Godwin, Olave. Yep. 
That's exactly right. All three over a thousand yards. Drake London is somebody who I think is a very much an ascending player. If he can get some decent quarterback play around him. Uh, but yeah, those three. He, was were he the first receiver off the board? He was. Yeah, he was. Yeah. DJ Moore had a solid season as well, but I mean, he was derailed by poor quarterback play and, and early on in the year, Baker could not get him the football. No. What all. is, um, how many games did Jarvis end up playing? He was banged up, wasn't he? Jarvis ended up playing nine games, 25 catches, 272 yards, and a touchdown. Love that guy. Yeah, Evans had 12.07 and 6. Godwin had 114, 11.08 and 3. Olave, 72,044 and 4. DJ Moore, 63,888 and 7. Drake London, uh, 72,866 and 4. Next in the in the Division was Olamide Zakesius with 533 and 3, and then Leonard Fournette with 529 and 3, 74 catches. All right, tight end is going to be, a, a, as uh, my wife started saying, a toughy toenail for you to figure out here. Gibbe, real quick, guess the stats. Kyle Pitts, second season in Atlanta. 82 catches, 900 yards, seven touchdowns. Do you have a guess? No, I was looking at Michael Thomas's stats. I didn't even hear you. What'd you ask? Kyle Pitts, second season with Atlanta. What was Michael Thomas's stats? I'm he only played like five games or something like that. I don't know. What is it? What do you got? Well, Gibbe said eight eighty-two nine hundred and seven. I feel like it'd be. He did go over a thousand yards did he really? as a rookie. As a rookie. Oh, as a rookie. Yeah. This year, Kyle Pitts gave you twenty-eight catches for three hundred and fifty-six oh yards and two touchdowns. <laughs> Give eight. That was good. Right. Some of it's go. some That's of it's who you who's throwing him the ball. Yes, but also how like, they use him. How they use him is ridiculous. So, so they, Michael Thomas, Michael Thomas comes out of the gates. He's now twenty nine, by the way. He'll be thirty next year. So he comes out of the gates ninety two for eleven thirty seven and nine one oh four twelve forty five and five one twenty five fourteen oh five and nine one forty nine seventeen twenty five and nine. Now we get paid. He's offensive player of the year. Now he gets compensated. The next year, so 2020, uh, he has he plays seven games, 40 receptions, 438. Does not play in 2021. And in 2022, he played three, three games. games. He had 16 catches, 171, and three scores. Yep. I mean, what is – is that like Grant Hill? Or, or where you're just derailed? That, like you're or just – Grant Hill, though, was also – like he wasn't even liked in that – like he was, he's a problem, too. Michael Thomas? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, is, that, all is that COVID, and I'm just kind of done with all of this? The injuries, and then the like he disagreed with them, and then but then they compensated him. It's strange. Yeah. It's really incredible what's happened there. By the way, the tight end on this team has to be, it's not even close, Juwan Johnson, who had 42 catches for 508 yards and seven touchdowns. His seven receiving touchdowns, by the way, tied DJ Moore for the conference lead. When they drafted Kyle Pitts, the thinking was obviously keep getting Matt weapons. I mean, he, they still believed in Matt Ryan. He went over a thousand yards as a rookie. No, with no, Matt I know. Ryan. But I mean, they clearly still were trying to build yes. around Ryan. Well, they lost Ridley all of a sudden. Right. Yeah, man, that's crazy. Yeah. All right, tackles. Tristan Wirfs was a Pro Bowler, and then Ryan Ramchick, also a former first rounder, was pretty good. Iki Aquan, who struggled a little bit as a rookie. Wirfs has been awesome. Yep. Guards? guards Chris Lidstrom was one of the best guards in football last year pro bowler and then our old guy Austin Corbett and then there was that, that Corbett I know 
Super Bowl champion with the Rams, yeah. gets paid, had a solid year with the pa- at the Panthers. Then center, I picked Robert Hainsey because he had the highest grade and looked like he had the best stats in terms of pressures allowed and run block, all of it. That is brutal, brutal. team. It's awful. They'd get boat raced. Yeah. By the way, speaking of former Panthers, uh, Cardinals expected to move on from center Rodney Hudson and wide receiver Robbie Anderson. Hmm. There you go. Hudson was an all-pro guy. He's been a long time, long in the tooth. He was all-pro with the Raiders. Raiders. Get out yep. of Florida State. Really good with the Raiders for a while. Yep. Um, oh, this is pretty good. Nate Ulrich with this. Browns legend Joe Thomas said his wife Annie and his four kids will be his presenters during his August 5th enshrinement ceremony in Canton. Nice. Wow. So Annie and the kids. That's awesome. That's really cool. Perfect. And really on brand for Joe. Yeah. So I love that. Um, all right. Let's stay in the South. Let's go to the defensive side of things. Thank you, DJ, for passing that along to us uh, from Nate. Um, as we look on the defensive side, we start on the edge on defense. So you got two pro bowlers here. Pretty good. Brian Burns and Cam Jordan. So not bad there. They're actually not. The defense is not bad. Cam Jordan, Brian Burns on the edge. In the interior, Vita Vea and Grady Jarrett. Like, that's a, that's a formidable that's a formidable line. God, I'd kill for a Grady Jarrett. Wouldn't you? I would. Linebackers, Levante David and Demario Davis, who's a pro bowler. That's pretty good. Corners, Jamel Dean, Marshawn Lattimore, Don't and go so Horn. fast. You got six I was minutes. Say, Sorry. Hold on, I Slow down here a little bit. Sorry. Um, Pace yourself. Demario Davis, Levante David. Yeah, I mean, Devin White Devin doesn't White, make did he, it. Did he fall off? No, he had a good He's year. Good. He had a good year. Levante David had a great year. And Demario Davis had a great year. Levante David's been around a while. Yeah, Levante David's quite a decorated performer in this league. And Demario Davis, former Brown. Who did you have at edge? We had uh, Cam Jordan and Brian Burns. Thank you. And then Vita Vey and Grady Jarrett in the middle. Both yep. were pro bowlers. Levante David's got to be like, was he 12 years in? Yeah, this is only he's only a one-time pro bowler. He is a one-time first-team all-pro, two-team second-team all-pro. He has just been steady and good for a long, long, long time. Yeah. Back in 2013, he had 145 tackles. He had seven sacks and five picks. Jeez. That's when he's first-team All-Pro? That's right. Didn't even make the Pro Bowl that year, which is outrageous. And he was first-team All-Pro? Yep. How's that possible? I don't know. Poor Pro Bowling. Yeah, very. How's Devin White been? We loved him. We love it. It's funny anytime we do this and we see all these guys we fell in love with at the combine. I mean, he was the guy we were going to ride horses down, Lou Groza. Pro bowler. uh, Last year, he was a pro bowler. This year, 124 tackles, five and a half sacks, five passes, defense, two forced fumbles, eight tackles. I mean, he was great. Really good. Yeah. He, I mean, this team, you could play base defense with and be fine. All right. Uh, We're just going two linebackers, though. All right. At corner. Uh, J.C. Horn. J.C. Horn had a quarterback rating of 52 when targeted, three picks to lead the division. Jamel Dean had a great year for Tampa, and then Marshawn Lattimore. This defense would be tough. It's interesting. I, I don't know where the heck was Lat- Lattimore picked. Uh, I knew he was a first-rounder, but was he a top 10? Yes. Was he? I think he may have been 10th? 11th. 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 So, yeah. no, not top 10, but. As close as you can be. He's a he's a four-time pro bowler. 
I don't. He was one of those guys that I don't know that if you were to. He only played seven games this year, but I put him on anyway. Good. If you were to name like a the, of all those great, they had that great cornerback run at Ohio State that hasn't been there since probably yeah. Akuda left. Um, but I don't know that he would have been like the guy most people have taken number one. But he's been the best pro of those guys. I mean, he's been because availability. I mean, he's there. Yeah. Like that's that's he, health. He, he and Denzel will be the top two. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Those would be the two guys. Yeah, Akuda was the highest taken. Yep. And I think he bounced back last year. Akuda did. But from the really brutal I mean, years. He, he had nowhere to go but up. Yeah. Yeah. All right, safety. Honey Badger and Jeremy Chin. I love I'm a big Jeremy Chin fan. That's a good group there. Honey Badger and Jeremy. That's a good defense. And then kicker, coup, punter, hacker, because. Isn't Antoine Winfield Jr. with Tampa Bay? He is, yes. Yeah. Who was the other one you had? Uh, oh, Honey Chin, Badger and Chin Jeremy and Badger. Chin. Yeah. Badgers played for the Cardinals, the Chiefs, and the Saints. Saints. That's right. And Houston. Houston as well. Yep. Four teams for somebody that talented? Yeah. And he, he's been pretty well decorated as well. Started his career in 2013, third-round pick. Coincidentally, the pick right How after. How was he a third-round pick? Because he, he had was... serious off-field issues. Oh, that's right. They were he worried about getting thrown We off. picked a gentleman by the name of Leon McFadden. I don't want to hear about it. One pick before him. Oh, God. He is a four-time Pro Bowler and three-time first-team All-Pro. Yeah, he's a dude. He's been an All-Pro with Arizona. With K- he was only with Houston for one year. Okay. So he spent... 13 to 17, five years in Arizona, one with Houston, and then three with Kansas City, and now one with New Orleans. Three picks last year. I mean, he's had at least three picks in four straight seasons. Yeah, he's just a dude. He always was. Always was. Three-time All-Pro. Yep. Pretty good. Let me start knocking that down. Uh, Kickers and punters. Kickers and punters. Yeah, I went with Young Hukou. Sure you did. Young Hoku and then Johnny Hecker. Johnny Hecker, one of the best. Ku's solid, man. Yeah. This is uh this team is Bush, baby. No good. No good. Defensively not awful. Defensively yeah, gosh, solid. Gosh almighty, this offense is gonna put him in no position to succeed. No. No, this D D solid. They're gonna lose a lot of three nothing games. This is why Carr went there, man. It's a pretty straightforward path. How many Saints do we have? We had Olave, Juwan Johnson, Ramchek. Carr would be the quarterback on this team. Defensively, Cam Jordan, DeMario, Matthew, Lattimore, Lattimore and, uh, and DeMario. DeMario. That's a lot of Saints. Now he's going to put them in a in a pretty good spot. That's a good it's, – it's, it's right. This is something – he did what was right for him and for the best chance to win and to succeed. That was a smart, smart move by you, all parties. You also get the feeling that with him doing this, it feels like Tampa Bay – Feels like Tampa Bay and Atlanta are just going to hang tight at quarterback. Carolina is going to go. Greer is reporting Tampa did not make even a move to contact him. So they're going to the bottom. Smart of them. They have to, to do. By they the can't way, afford they're they're in, they're in cap jail. Hurt. Yeah, they could go all the way to the bottom. I wonder if they put any of their guys on the market. Vita Vea, come yeah. on down. They um because next year's quarterback draft is loaded. That's Caleb Will- Caleb Williams, Drake May, loaded. So. Go to the bottom for a year and then right back. I bet that's their plan. Be pretty smart to do. This would be a good year to do it. Hard to pull it off. I think a lot of people probably have that plan. How many do? Like for sure them. 
If you're in a, if you're throwing Kyle Trask out there, then you're doing it. Atlanta could, Carolina could, depending on what they it do. Feels like Carolina's out of patience. It seems like I, Tepper's going to spend big on a quarterback. Like, we're, Who? We're one of these kids. They have they have they have an ability to move up. Peter Somebody's King not going to get one of them as a as a number three to get Aaron Rodgers. Carolina, that, that they could they Can could make some kind of move out of nowhere there? because their owners like win now. Well, he is, but like I don't know. I mean, they were all in on Watson. Want to go there, yeah. Yeah, in the AFC, there aren't. What are the Rams going to do? I don't know. I'd trade Stafford. I would too. I would trade him. Brown there was Super Bowl. He did. Now you need to tank and try to get your guy next year. Yeah, what about that's a team. Caleb Williams at USC, and they're already they put him out there. I trade. I trade Cup. I trade all of it. Well, you keep that's point. Somebody used this. It was like a slight, football a slight to Jackson Smith and Jigba. They were like, if you're looking for a Cooper Cup type, and I'm like, I, I just won the triple. He crown. He won the triple crown, man. The triple. Like if that's what, if you crown. go ahead, I'll take that. I'll take that guy. I've been saying on Twitter. I like. Don't give me a sleep Hunter, on Jax. Give me a little Hunter Renfro. Don't sleep on Jax. No, you shouldn't. He's a dude. He's absolutely a dude. So much more to come. You listen to Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily brought to you by BallyBet. Coming soon to Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. All right, it's going to get uh, pretty interesting here over the next couple of days when it comes to free agency and uh, the NFL is in business in its offseason. Enjoy your time, buddy. I shall. I'll miss you. I know you will. Sun's out, guns out. If something out, crazy live. happens, I'll check in from uh, some, nah, the Valley of the Sun. Live. Some crazy live. happens. Yeah, live. Nah, I like crazy. You're fine. You're, well, I, not too crazy. Good. Some crazy good. Yeah, that positive. I, would, I don't need yeah. it. Yeah, I don't want to. No, be, positive. Only positive. I don't need any uh, tight ropes over razor blade stuff again. I'm good with that. No, so let's that's just not keep happening. it all be positive. Yeah, all positive. Um, all right. Enjoy your time. Thank the you. next level is coming up next. We're back tomorrow. Cleveland Browns Daily, 850 ESPN Cleveland. You've been listening to Cleveland Browns Daily, a production of the Cleveland Browns and 850 ESPN Cleveland.